Hey, Chosen fam. Welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About a Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And we are two best friends coming together to learn more about God and how we are chosen in Him. Join us here every Tuesday as we dive into God's Word about topics we all face to ultimately seek truth. We would love if you would subscribe and rate this podcast. And be sure to check out the free resources at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. I love that. All right. Welcome back, Chosen Girl fam. Season three. What? We've missed you all so much. Like this summer, a lot is happening, I think, in our own lives and just in the world in general. But let me just tell you, it is such a blessing just to be back and for Sarah and I get to spend time with one another and for us to get to spend this time with you all. And um, I hope that you've missed us as much as we've missed you. And I've got to be honest with you right now, Liz, I pressed record because you were singing a song and I wanted to catch you singing it. (gasps) No, you didn't. But let's just start the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Y'all, the girl can sing. Oh my gosh. That's how we met. That is how we, that is how we met. I know. Oh my gosh. How many years ago? It was like 2012. It's been eight and a half years. You know, if a friendship lasts longer than seven years, like you're friends for life. So yes. Good luck getting rid of me because it ain't gonna happen. Girl, same. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm here to say. No apologies needed. Oh, y'all, we have had a great summer. Just kind of, it's been crazy, but kind of decompressing, but also kind of working our butts off at the same time yes. in our own separate lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are so excited to be back with you guys. We've missed y'all so much, and we've been putting out a lot of polls lately on what's been going on in your life that you want to hear about advice or scripture or all of the above. And you guys have seriously given us two pages worth of questions, and we are so thankful. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for following us. Thank you for listening. And if this podcast has impacted you in any way, we would love for you to share it on your Instagram story. Tag us. We want to personally thank you um, just for being a part of our family. And y'all, it gets heavy. All these issues that we're dealing with. Yes. And, you know, we, we've talked about, if you've been around for a while, you know that we love to say, like, get yoked up with, with Christ. And if you didn't know what a yoke is, it's kind of like think of two oxen. It's what leads them together. But let me tell you, during these times, it is the time to be yoked up, like, married together with Christ and, yes. like, in tune. And not just that, but also don't forget about your Christian friends and family that can be there to support you and lift you up because these are trying times. Um, I mean, if any of y'all are on TikTok, there's this song. It's like, try Jesus, not me, because I throw hands. I'm just kidding. I won't throw hands. But for real, try Jesus, like, in all honesty. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, the weight of all of these issues that we're dealing with are so heavy. I personally, I hope that this makes someone feel better out there. Have been in like a roller coaster of my relationship with Jesus, like going from like, okay, where are you, Lord? Mm-hmm. Like, I have no clue where you are, and then like, oh my gosh, Jesus, I need you so bad. Like, thank yes. you. It's been, um, I've been very, very up and down with just my relationship with God. I mean, we all have fears right now, we all have heaviness mm-hmm. in our hearts, and let me just go ahead and give you permission that that is okay, yes. Um, also, if you feel like God is far, we are promised, and I have lived this out, that if you draw near to God, He's going to draw near to you. Amen. It may not be the exact time that you had in mind that you have a God encounter. Like, I don't know if y'all have been kind of straight away for a while, and then all of a sudden, God just 
comes into your life in the way and at the time that you perfectly needed him and it you're just overcome with who he is in your life but y'all he's coming and he's right on time and he wants to be here for you in this time and there's no shame in falling away no honey no, no. just as a reminder you are not perfect and you are never going to be perfect and there will be times when you mess up but know that God is there with open with open arms and in previous episodes we've talked about the prodigal son and how happy the father is just to have his son back regardless of what's happened so don't let anything pull you steal you convince you that God does not want you that God does not love you yeah and I think I I mean there's almost like this stigma like if you are a Christian, you shouldn't be facing some of the things that you're facing, but that's not mm-hmm. true because you are a human. Mm-hmm. And Christian doesn't make you perfect. It doesn't make you um, perfect. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say it doesn't make you supernatural, but really we all have a supernatural part of us and that's our souls. Right. But we also have a flesh too. Mm-hmm. So gosh, I did not mean to get into all this, whatever. We haven't talked in a while, so we're like... A uh, shaken up bottle of Coke. Yes. Ready to spew. <laughs> like, let's do it. We're so excited. Drop a Mentos in here. <laughs> Girl, that's, that is 2020. That's what's happened. Is that not the truth? Girl. That's okay. Well, let's get started answering some of your questions. Like Sarah said, we had so many. We're so thankful. And please don't stop sending in questions and or topic ideas or anything just because we don't have a poll up. We want to hear from you. Um, we do this for you all. Um, but our first question is, can you give advice on acceptance? So Liz and I wanted to take kind of a two-part approach to this because acceptance can go in a lot of directions. For me, the first thing that I thought of was being accepted by others. And then for Liz, the first thing that she thought of was accepting things in life that perhaps you can't change or the uncontrollable when that happens, which AKA 2020, that's what we've been dealing with. (laughs) Um, And I love that we both have two perspectives to bring to. So we're just going to talk about a little bit of both. Um, So for me, like first thing when I hear this word acceptance, I think about kind of my middle school, junior high, early high school experience with always longing for more. I mm-hmm. always wanted to be perfectly fit into a crowd, which don't get me wrong, like I had amazing friends in junior high and high school, but there was always a part of me, I guess it was the dramatic Enneagram 4 in myself, like thinking, oh, I don't belong. Like yeah. there's something different. Imposter syndrome. Yes, for yeah. sure. And I always wanted more. I always wanted to look like someone else. I always wanted to act like someone else. And I can even remember a specific instance in the seventh grade. Someone told me that I talked too much. And I remember like for weeks after that, every time I was around that like friend group, um, I didn't talk. Because I was like, I want to be like the cool, shy girl. I don't want to be the one that's a blabbermouth that talks too much. And so I was literally trying to like change my personality. <laughs> It's like, that's crazy. Can you imagine Those things matter. Oh my gosh. I don't mean that you're a blabbermouth, but it's just not your character. It's just so (laughs) vibrant and bubbly. And like, that's just not Sarah. Yeah, It's such a joy when you walk into the room. And you can't do that if you're silent. Right. And I think that I wanted to kind of be like the shy, cool girl, like on Casper the Friendly Ghost. I don't know. Like I had this like idea of what I wanted to be like based on what that one small comment probably made in like complete innocence. Um, had like altered how I viewed myself and how I wanted to change myself. Um, and honestly, if you're that girl out there who even in her adult life who is constantly scrolling and comparing, 
it, it doesn't always stop in your adult life, but I'll tell you what happened for me in my journey. Um, about my sophomore year, I was starting to get closer to God. I was starting to really discover kind of who I was in Christ. And it was kind of the point of my walk with God that like when I was like in a worship time, like at church or at a church camp or a youth night or whatever, I was actually kind of starting to focus on God and actually worship, Mm -hmm. like not go through the motions. And I'm not saying that to like two mile and horn. This was just when I started like entertaining that part of my spirituality. And as I was getting closer to God and then I would go to school and be with my friends and try to strive to be whatever figment in my imagination I wanted to be. I began to feel this, like, sort of pull of exhaustion. Like, Mm. oh, my gosh. Like, Sarah, aren't you tired of trying so hard all the time? So this exhaustion just kind of led to, like, acceptance burnout. Yeah. And at that time, it just so happens that I moved schools. And I just kind of, when I say stopped caring, I mean that in a positive light. I started just wearing what I wanted to wear. Being yourself. Um, Being myself. Yeah. Like, not caring in a harming way to myself or to others, but seriously, just like, this is me, Mm -hmm. and this is what I wear, and this is my personality, and I want to always be respectful and appropriate, but this is who I am. Like, I do talk a lot. I am very loud. I am too much for people sometimes, and that's okay. Like, that's completely okay. And I will tell you right now, I felt more accepted and like I belonged and like I had the most authentic friendships I had ever had in my whole life. Even starting to hang out with my old friends that I had grown up with, it's almost like there was a new genuineness to Mm -hmm. that friendship that I was like, they still are my friend and I feel fully myself. Mm -hmm. So they truly do like me for me. Yeah. And so I tried and strived and was exhausted that whole time, just kind of in vain Mm -hmm. out of my own mindset. So even into your adult life, like a lot of times when I have felt bad about myself, it's literally, it, it can be boiled down to my thought process about myself. Yeah. Wow. So I would just say for the girl struggling with that, who feels like, And this sounds so vain and so stereotypical. Who wants to be popular? Mm -hmm. Who wants to be liked? Girl, I've been there. I've been there right with you. And I would just say, looking at other people who you want to be like, the grass isn't always greener. God made them to be them. Mm -hmm. And God made you to be you. And you could be something that someone else needs. Yes. Um, And I wish I would have realized that at an earlier age and, and not been so just conformed to this idea of I had to be everyone else yeah, or the expectations Mm -hmm. that everyone else wanted me to be. Um, Another thing going along with that is people pleasing. I still haven't mastered that. So if anybody has, you can holler at your girl and let me know what you're doing with that. But um, I will say as an adult woman who has a household and a husband, and I know one day, in the next few years or whenever God has this for me, like I'll have children of my Mm -hmm. own Lord willing. And it has come to that point in my life where I'm like, okay, God comes first, but then it's me and my husband. Mm -hmm. So sometimes like making decisions for our household, not everyone goes along with that. Yeah. Like that's kind of hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's really helping me see like, setting out my priorities and then thinking, okay, if someone doesn't like what I'm doing, I know that God is first and I know that me and my husband are second. So Mm -hmm. as long as those two things line up and I feel like I'm doing what the Holy Spirit's telling me to do, 
You're in then the I move it forward. Yeah. Yeah. You're but other than right. that, I haven't figured out people pleasing, but um, hoping that comes with a little bit more experience in my life. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It definitely does. I'm, I mean, I can't speak to people pleasing because, hello, I'm a two. Um, <laughs> for anyone who knows Enneagram, you know what that means. Um, Bless you. Right. We love you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. But in the thinking of like just acceptance and how to accept the world around you, um, I think I've always had a hard time with this because I'm more of a type A type of person. Like, I like things to be a particular way and, like, things to go a particular way. And I think about scenarios so that I can respond in a particular way. And then, of course, like, when you're, you know, it's 1230 and you're in the shower and you're trying to get ready and then you remember how to respond adequately to, like, that argument you had earlier. I think about all these things about, like, how do I accept the things that are in the past? And that way that I can, like, move forward. Um, uh, For some reason, for me, I've always been try my best to be forward thinking and but I also understand that like there are these kinds of thoughts that crowd my mind and keep me from doing so and so I do have to just stop and ask myself can I control this it's a simple yes or no question like can for or if something happened that um in your personal life like if you had an argument with your best friend can I can I control this actually yes what can I do you can think, go through all your options. I can call, I can send a text, I can, you know, or like think, and then think back to the root of the issue. But then there are also some things outside of our control, like COVID that's happening. And it has impacted all of our lives in some way, shape or fashion from friends or family who have con- unfortunately contracted it. Hopefully you all haven't experienced this, but someone who has maybe died from it, yeah. experiencing a loss of a, um, celebration event in your life during this time there's so many things and sometimes you just have to be like god i you can't change the past but you can change how you respond to it so i think it's always the best policy just to go to god and be like god i'm angry Mm. i'm angry because in the middle of a pandemic this is what happened and i need you to to enlighten me i need you to show me god that you are still in control yes god loves to take those kinds of moments and use them to glorify him and show that, like, he sees you, that he loves you, and that he's working all things for good. Right. And, like, I don't, even during, in the middle of a pandemic, I, I've, I've shared this in another podcast, but I'll share it again. I lost my dad right at the very beginning. And it was the biggest blessing ever because my dad had been sick for a long time. But I, it took some time for me to get to the point in realizing I can't control this. I my hopes and wishes aren't going to bring him back, but I do have to look at the good at the bright side of things. I don't have to, but I'm choosing to look at the bright side of things. Yes. So that I can accept what's happening. And the Lord really revealed to me, had this all happened bef- too early or too late, you either wouldn't have been able to celebrate your father's life with all of his friends and family near, or you would not have been able to spend 2 months with your mom. So wow. she would have had to been an only parent to your nieces. Or she would have just been by herself trying to grieve and parent and do life, go to work like normal. Right. And That's so, so it was. it's taking it to God and asking for him to reveal his goodness, his graciousness, just reveal himself in all the moments. But you also have to be accepting of that. And that's what helps me accept things that I cannot control. But for the things that you can control, just act upon it. Yeah. You know, ask the Lord what you can do that's make, making sure that it's God glorifying and not self. And mm. um, you can't go wrong. That's so good. 
I heard a quote by Stephen Frederick, and it was something about, you know, there's the storm. Like, storms mm-hmm. are obviously going to happen, but then you can also create another storm by the way that you react to yes, it. Yes, that's true. That is true. And that is mm, that is something to really think about. That's so good. And I love even, like, I'm such a nerd, and I love it, but... Listing out, like, if I'm giving, given a situation, mm-hmm. like you said, I will physically write down, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And then from that, I pray about, like, what should I do? Right. Yeah, that's good. And that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, you can only do all that you can do. Right. You're right. Yeah. Just don't do nothing. Yeah. It's just like just <laughs> sitting the there. Lord it says wait. <laughs> yes, unless the yes. Lord says wait, doing nothing won't solve any of your problems. Right. The ones that are within your control, at least. Totally. And then also talking about like this is real life adulting. Like we're going to do a podcast on things that people don't tell you as an adult, like that you should have (laughs) done as an adult. But like, you know, you said you were able to see like the beauty that came from the timing in Mm -hmm. which your dad passed. You got to be at home with your mom for two months because you were having to be quarantined. You were Mm -hmm. able to work from home. But, you know, sometimes, real talk, when things are out of our control and things happen in life, sometimes we do not see how God provided in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it's hard in those moments to trust that He's still good. Yeah. And to trust that He's still got you. But the point is, like, we have to know He's good and that He's got us. And one day we will know. You have to put your faith beyond what you can see. That is faith. Yes, that is faith, for sure. And And that's hard. That's not easy, y'all. It is. It really is not hard. And if you are asking for the Lord to increase your faith, get ready to be challenged because your faith will not be increased when it's safe. Yeah. Mm, girl, we need to do a whole podcast on that again. Hello. Mm, we might good. revisit that one. but And I just thought of this because we're answering three of the questions today. The first one about acceptance. Um, we had tons of questions come in, and if we did not get to your question today, we will cover it in a future podcast. So thank you for sending those in. Please continue to send those in. Yes, please. please. <laughs> or we have already done a podcast on it. We can totally send you the link to that. But anyway, second question. Hope, acceptance, uh, lady, I hope that we answered your question adequately, and mm-hmm. we are praying for you. I didn't mean to just call you the acceptance lady. <laughs> We love you, though. Our friend. (laughs) Um, Our next question is, how do you deal with forgiving yourself of recent sinning? Girl, I'm going to have you take the lead on this one. Yeah. Well, I think one of the the best things for myself, just how I am, I know this is not always the case for everybody, but just being honest with God. Create a relationship of honesty. Because it's really hard to accept what the Lord puts on your heart, how the Holy Spirit, like moves in you if you're not accepting of what he's trying to do Mm. it's like it creates that resistance and so just being very honest be like god i'm very weak i'm i'm weak and i've failed but be honest are you actually wanting to repent or are you actually just looking for god's like grace if that makes sense yeah and like are you like fishing for a compliment from god it is like fishing for for a compliment are you fishing for forgiveness yeah are you actually interested in changing your behavior oh girl that's good because if you're interested in changing your behavior then the the lord will meet you there and that doesn't mean that you may that you won't ever fail again or you know fall or anything like that but the heart in which you go to it makes a huge difference because if you're just looking Mm. for an opportunity to be forgiven yes you've already been forgiven but that's a it's a very selfish standpoint to be completely honest 
Well, and you've got to think, like, how would you feel if your friend was doing wrong toward mm-hmm. you or talking bad about you and they asked you for your forgiveness, but you know they're going to do that again. Mm -hmm. But we also have to look at that from the perspective of our God is a gracious God Mm -hmm. and he is going to forgive you every Mm -hmm. time you mess up. However, I think that God is looking for people who are ready to repent, like you said, turn their lives around. And if that's what you have done, like if that's what you're on your way to doing, you're going to stumble. You're going to make mistakes sometimes. But God sees your heart and the direction that you want to go in. Yes. And I think that when you get in that heart place, you've got to tell your mind that too. Yes. And when you start to creep into that guilt... And to that really dark place Mm -hmm. of reliving what you did or who you hurt. And if you've made things right with God, if you've made things right with the people that were affected, you've got to make things right with yourself. Yes. Forgiveness is for you. It's not so much for the other person. That's exactly right. And I'll just remind yourself of what God has said about forgiveness. Like if you are truly turning your life around and you are not committing that sin repetitively or as a part of your daily lifestyle anymore, then God says your sins are thrown as far as the East is from the West. Yeah. Like he don't, don't keep bringing them up to him. You know, he's forgotten. Mm -hmm. He, He has already forgiven you. And, um, I think that the hardest thing is just learning to forgive ourselves. It is. It's hard. But again, it's just like, can, what can I do? Are you doing it? Those are the main questions. And then if you are... Yeah. Then you're good. Then you're good, girl. Let like, it go. Yes. Ask the Lord to help you let it go. Yes. Because it's it's not... if Especially if you're one of those, like I said again, that replays things that you've messed up on. Especially if you're like a perfectionist or any anything in that line. It's really hard to let it go. But just be like, you know what? No. You have to be honestly diligent. Be like, mind... Change the subject in your mind. Put on your favorite song. Whatever it is. And get in, in the habit of... I am forgiven. Speak truth over your life in those moments when you are feeling guilty about even having dealing with a sin again that you know that you that the Lord has delivered you from you like God make a clear path away from this subject. Yes. Or even when you're like, wow, I'm you might feel guilty and be like I'm a terrible person because I I used to do x y and z. I'm unworthy. That's not truth. Don't let lies replace the the, the other things and right. just be a part of that guilt. Like, and ask the Lord to reveal truth in you, put on some worship music, be proactive in allowing the Lord into your heart during those times. Yeah, I agree. And you've got to realize, too, that forgiveness cannot change your past, but it changes your future. Yes, that's good. Like, you can't take back what you did, but you can change what you are going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though you can't, like, this is how good God is, even though you can't change what you did, like... God still forgives you. He does. Like God still extends grace to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and God still loves you. God doesn't see you for that. He sees you as righteous because of what Jesus did. And something that I would encourage you to do, instead of if you've asked God for forgiveness and you have repented and you are truly changing your ways, when you feel that guilt creep up, that is obviously the devil trying to trip you up. Instead of saying, God, please forgive me, please forgive me again, because he's already forgiven mm-hmm. you. I'll change your language and change your prayers to thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Yes. Thank you for being so good. Mm-hmm. Thank you that I'm not going to trip 
into that pattern again. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for directing my path. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for letting me trust you with my past and my future. Um, And turn it more into gratefulness other than like begging for forgiveness. Because let me tell you, the word says he is faithful and just to forgive. So if you have repented and you've asked him for forgiveness, you've got it, girl. Yes. That's so good. So just thank him for it. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got one last question. One last thing. And it's, what do you do when all of your friends leave? Mm. So either... That question broke my heart. Yes. And we both took it from two different perspectives again, which is what I love about being able to be on on this podcast together. Um, I thought about it from more of a geographical standpoint. And you were thinking of like more of an emotional, like you've lost your friends because you've had a falling out or a disagreement or whatever. Both are hard. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) So um, if you have lost a friend, I think that something, just talking about emotionally, I think that something that, again, should be in the podcast of what they don't tell you about adulting is kind of the different seasons that you go through as a human being. So if we're talking about losing friends emotionally, like this could be from a number of things. It could be from... You had a disagreement, you had an argument, and you're no longer friends. With that type of losing friendship, I would make sure that the ball is in their court, that the I'm sorry's, that the Mm -hmm. getting things laid Mm -hmm. out on the table have been done on your part. And if they don't accept it, you are going to have to accept that they do not accept that. Let me tell you... (laughs) I kind of I laugh at this because I said this to one of my siblings, and he was shook at the response. And my <laughs> my sister in laws, um, they also appreciated my response to this, which was, "I am not responsible for your emotions." Mm, girl, say it again. If you if you have done every if you've done everything to make it right, and if you apologize, you're not responsible if someone re- decides to remain angry at you. That goes back to what you can and cannot control. That's right. You can't control, I'm, you're not responsible to make sure that someone forgives you. If you've tried your best to make it right and you've forgiven them in your heart and there are no foul feelings on your side, the ball is in their court and you're not responsible. That's exactly right. And that's hard. Like mm-hmm. we are not saying that's easy. That is hard. Especially if you're someone like me who absolutely obsesses about what other people think about you. If you've offended someone, if you've hurt someone's feelings, it literally causes me to mentally shut down. And that is all that I can think about. Um, But as you get older, there is so much more room for relationships to go astray. Mm -hmm. And that is never our intention. Yeah. Or it should not be our intention as followers of Jesus. Um, So make sure the ball is not in your court. Make sure it's in theirs. Make sure you've done that in a non-passive-aggressive way. Like rolling your eyes saying, I'm sorry, like that's not heartfelt. Mean it. Make sure your heart's in a good place. Mm -hmm. You want your heart to feel clean and pure and not junked up with unleft, just leftover baggage from those situations. Um, Also, if your friends leave, depending on if we're saying like the word leave, if you tend to stray from a friend, It's important to remember that growing up in adulthood, you're going to enter different seasons of friendship. Yes. That doesn't have any reflection on you or that friend. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. When you're in high school, like, oh my gosh, I had great friends in high school. Thank the Lord I had a good high school experience. Um, 
loved all of those friends dearly, rarely had drama. When we did, we tried to work it out. Um, but I haven't talked to a lot of my high school friends in a while. And it's because we have jobs and we live in different cities. We just have lives and life happens. Life happens. So like when I see those people, obviously I'm like, oh, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. I still have a special place in my heart from them, but there's no ill contempt like of why we have stopped being daily friends or you go from seeing someone every day to working a job and having a house and, Mm -hmm. And doing life and trying to pay bills and adult and like not let the fruit rot in your fridge and right. that you so buy real. every week, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to meal prep and it doesn't work out and like actually of, do your hair. Yeah, there's like, a lot going on. There is a lot to juggle, but um, yeah, having social lives as an adult is super hard. Mm-hmm. Show some grace with yourself, but I would also like if a Friendship has entered in a different season, and it's not necessarily because of you graduated high school or you graduated college or whatever. Mm -hmm. If it's just if you're feeling tension or finding it hard to relate more than that person, it is completely normal for two different people to go through completely different seasons. And that friendship just may not be as compatible. That's no reflection on the character of it's either okay. person. You're gr- you're allowed to grow and change. Yes. And s- the same with your friendships. Yes. Your perspectives may change, mm-hmm. which they will. Your um, priorities are going to change. That is inevitable. And like I said, it's nothing to be ashamed of on mm-hmm. either party. Um, I would just say handle those things with grace and not... You know, obviously, we don't ever want to have a spirit of being stuck up Mm -hmm. or rude. Um, But, girl, show yourself some grace. You're doing the best you can. Yeah. When I think about geographically, um, I went to school three and a half hours away from my hometown. And all my friends went to a different school that was very close. And so that was, it was a struggle for a few years. But for me, it was being intentional. If this is a friendship that you know that you want to hold on to, like, you quite literally have to work at it and kind of fight for it. And that's okay. And it's like, as long as you both are in agreement with that, I'll give an example. Like, when when I left with my best friends, we had we had a rule that when we get in the car, we'll call each other. I it could be that. random times. It was something very common, like, driving here, driving there, thought I'd call you for five minutes while I'm, you know, driving between here and there, whatever. And that was something that was just helped us be more intentional. Um, and, you know... Whenever you do go home or whenever you're, you are able to spend time, just spend that time. But also, kind of on the same lines, like, there are times when you move geographically away. Like, I'm still very close with my high school friends. Like, we've been ride or dies because of that intentionality. But the ball fell, has fallen short between some of my college friends. Doesn't mean that we're not close. Sometimes we'll just, like, think about each other and we'll send a, a quick text message or, you know, just get caught up. And that's not bad either. But exactly. Just remember that, like geography doesn't have to end. The, doesn't have to end at friendship. If you want, if you both of you want it to work, because it's also not fun if it's very one sided. Like it oh, just no. it leaves you to be hurt or leaves them being hurt if you're not willing to put in the work. But work together to figure out what's what's going to make this work because I care about you as a person and I want you in my life. For sure. And I want to make a note. I think that the spirit of offense has to be removed. Mm -hmm. If someone hasn't talked to you in a while, don't assume that something has gone down or that they don't like you. Yes. You've got to show them some grace in the process, too, Mm -hmm. because I can literally name five friends right now that if I texted them or gave them a call, we would probably talk on the phone for like an hour. Yeah. 
we would be thrilled, and we would just try our best to pick up where we left off. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for those friends because they know we're good. We have just been busy. Yeah. We have got to show each other grace in that. There is no spirit of offense. It's like, well... Looks like she's too busy doing Poppins and Chosen Girl for me. It is nothing personal. And also, if you're that person who's in their adult life, or even in high school, no matter what age you are, there's no age limits here. If you are wondering, how do I make godly friends? I'm going to encourage you that one of the main benefits of being plugged into a church or a small group or a Bible study of any kind is getting together and linking up with yes. like-minded people. Mm-hmm. You have got to put yourself out there. You do. You cannot expect people to come to you. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own circles, their own lives, their own fr- their own friend groups, their own families, their own job friends. Like yeah. everyone is kind of doing their own thing. You cannot expect someone to lend a hand to you, even though we have those awesome heroes that do that. Yes, in our churches and small groups. But put yourself out there if you want it. Like Liz said, you're going to have to fight for it, whether that be with new friends or old friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's worth it. Yes. It's an investment. Yes, it is an investment. When we, when you are in good company and you're with the right people, it is always worth the investment. Absolutely. I wouldn't trade the friends that the Lord has brought into my life and kept in my life for anything. They've, they've let, it's like iron sharpens iron. I feel like they've made me a better person. And those kinds of relationships and friendships are worth fighting for. And so do what it, do what it takes, but don't, don't let any, um, any assumptions or false expectations keep you from godly friendships. Amen, girl. Wow. Well, those are the, the three questions that we had picked out, and we're towards the end of our time, but we're so thankful that you all submitted your questions. And don't forget don't to submit, like, prayer requests or additional topics or anything like that. This is what this is what we're here for, and we love it. Yeah, we are so excited. We're going to be covering some, like, serious hard-hitting things in this season, um, like how God has changed our life through the movie Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. That's not... <laughs> Did you hear me? Mm-hmm. That... <laughs> if you think that needs to be an episode, please reach out. <laughs> but seriously, we're going to be talking about relationships, whether that be single, dating, engaged, married, um, divorced mm-hmm. even. We're going to be talking about all of those things. We're going to be talking about what... Um, people didn't tell you that you need to know in your adult life and we're also going to be getting into religion how to be a witness like what does the bible say about biblical standard and how we should witness and reach out to people we have so many questions that you guys have submitted to answer and we cannot wait to dive into the word we are seriously not bible scholars we are not theologians we do not have a degree in bible but we love god's word we love each other and Mm -hmm. we love you and we're just going to dive in together and figure out what we need to know in a godly way and the holy spirit's gonna help us ain't that the truth we need him thank you lord (laughs) yes lord (laughs) so we'll see you back here next week yeah thank you guys y'all have a great week that's it for today fam thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe and don't forget to visit us on instagram at chosen girl movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources And meet us back here next Tuesday.